Hi there, welcome to Be Health Curious, the podcast where we talk all things bariatric surgery. I'm Robin, one of the founders of Health Curious, and today we're speaking with Abby Gronsman. She had bariatric surgery at the age of 19 and will be sharing so much wisdom with us. As always, I'll let her introduce herself and I hope you enjoy. Yeah, so my name's Abby Gronsman and I'm 21 years old from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I go to Grand Valley State University for elementary education in hopes to become an elementary science teacher. And then I'm currently working at Bagel Beanery on the weekends and babysitting during the week. And then I also work at a country club being a server. So always busy. Juggling a lot. Lots of stuff to do. (laughs) I love it. So we're actually sitting, this is very rare post-COVID, but we're sitting together in Grand Rapids. I happen to be here. It's wild. I would say less than (laughs) six feet apart too. Should I be moving? No, no, it's great. I think it's perfect. I'm fully vaccinated. Yes, me too. Great. So I actually want to start off by reading a quote of one of your Instagram captions because I think it captures so much of your wisdom. So one of my favorite captions that I saw was, I'm just here to say that you can never be too young or too old to take control of your health. Put your health, both mental and physical, at the top of your priority list. Choose what you know is good for you. Everyone has different requirements for their body. Make your life choices based off of what you know will be good for you. Stick with those choices, and that's where you will see the most success staying dedicated and on track. I love this so much because you are 21 years old, but there's so much wisdom in this. I'm curious, where did this kind of wisdom come from? Were you always this way as a child, or were there certain experiences that shaped your life philosophies? Yeah, so I would say I definitely had to grow up faster than most kids my age. I actually lost my dad when I was six years old. He had esophageal cancer, and he was diagnosed in January and was gone in June. So it was just like a really fast process, and I wasn't really able to process it anyways because I was six years old. I was just forced to grow up and take on more responsibility than other kids in my grade because my mom she also worked in the hospital at night Mm. so I mean we would have babysitters and stuff like that but I would still feel like I was responsible to take care of my younger siblings yeah that I mean that's a lot at so young yeah I'm so sorry this relates really well to my next question which is bariatric surgery is a big decision and a lot of people make this decision much later on in life do you feel like that more adult way of thinking contributed to making that decision for yourself? Yeah, I never really thought about it that way. I think mainly my part in deciding to have the surgery at such a young age was I knew what my life was going to look like if I didn't change anything at all. I was just going to keep adding on the weight, you know, thinking that I'm doing everything right, but I'm really not. Like in my low moments, you know, I don't have any self-control. So I think that me being forced to grow up at a young age definitely played a large part in deciding to have surgery at a young age as well because it's a decision that you know it's difficult I I was embarrassed at first I didn't want to tell my mom Mm -hmm. until like I just kept going back and forth with myself like is this something that I really want to do you know think about how your life's going to be changed Mm -hmm. everything's going to change your stomach like the way you eat the way that you see yourself the way that Mm -hmm. you see life And, you know, it's a really big decision. So it definitely took a lot of time thinking, but 
essentially I know that I made the right decision. And I think that is because of all of the big decisions I've had to make in my life at such a young age. That's that's amazing. Um, I'm curious if you can expand upon why you felt ashamed to tell your mom. Yeah, I mean, me and my mom, we have like an amazing relationship, I Uh would say. It hasn't always been like that because, you know, after I lost my dad, I was just angry at the world. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to process this. And so I did take it out of my mom, which that's my biggest regret that Mm -hmm. I have in my childhood. But, you know, we went to years of therapy and we've been able to rebuild our relationship, which has been so good. Like she's Mm -hmm. my best friend, but it's just such a tough topic to talk to anyone about, Mm -hmm. like your weight and how you feel. And I didn't feel ashamed of myself. I just... I just knew that something was off and I didn't know how to approach the situation. So mm-hmm. eventually I did ask my mom and she was like, I don't know why you would even like think about not coming to me first. And I was like, it's not because I didn't want to. I just mm-hmm. didn't understand, you know, what was going on in my head and that I wanted to figure it out in my head before I came and brought it up to you. Yeah, I think that's why having these conversations like the one we're having now so important mm-hmm. just that people are talking about this and also the emotional aspects yeah. even like looking back and thinking about making this decision I realized it was a big decision but sitting here right now like with you made me realize that this was a huge decision and like I essentially made it by myself yeah and like it's not like I was looking for approval from anyone else I just wanted to have you know people on my side to go through the journey with me yeah I mean, there's just a sense of bravery I get from a lot of what you've written and just hearing that you took that plunge. I love hearing the backdrop of how you came to make this decision. I'm going to switch gears and ask, what has been the most surprising part of your journey so far? Hmm. Honestly, I would say the fact that losing all of this weight has caused me to go off like all of my medications Wow. Um, through going through like my childhood trauma and mm-hmm. everything else that I've experienced in life you know I was on antidepressants for a while and I feel like just me losing my weight the weight got lifted off my shoulders but like also just the stresses wow. of life they've also gotten alleviated a little bit and that's kind of given me the push to be like okay I don't need to be reliant on this medication look at everything that I've already done and there's no shame in being on medication at all like no. it's done so much help for me I just don't want to be held back the way that I have been for so many years and like this huge life change, me losing all this weight, it has also caused me to not be reliant on my medicine either. Do you feel like a different person or the same person? I would say I really feel like the same person. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm happier. I have more energy. Like I have more confidence. I just want to go out and do everything. And like because of everything that I've gone through with this surgery, it just makes me want to motivate more people to get the surgery and change their lives because of how good it makes me feel. What's something you're really excited to do with this energy and this lust for life? I'm actually (laughs) gonna run my first 5k tomorrow so I'm really yeah I'm really excited. Yeah the gobble wobble. (laughs) The gobble wobble. (laughs) Amazing. Are there any other moments that you just think 
I'm, I'm so proud of where I am. So all throughout middle school and high school, you know, you have gym class and you have the required mile run or whatever. I dreaded that every single time. You know, I would write fake notes. I would sign them from my mom, even though they were written by me, saying like, oh, Abby can't run it today. She's She's got her asthma. And going and looking back on how I felt in those moments before having to run that mile and now 100 pounds lost, I'm running a mile almost every single day. I mean, the longest run that I've been on was six miles, which I never imagined I would be able to do that ever in my entire life. So that's been really surprising to me. It sounds like you really put fitness and health first, and yet you still have such a busy <laughs> schedule. It's so How busy. Do you, I mean, let's get practical. How do you manage this? I, I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, well, obviously, with like my classes and work and stuff like that i'm not going to be able to work out every single day which is fine you're not supposed to anyways you're supposed to give your body breaks and let it rest but i just whenever i have free time i go to the gym or i go on a run or i go on a walk i do something active because it makes me feel better and i don't know it's like a little bit of a mental break for me like it makes all the stress go away for a little bit prepares me for the next activity that i'm gonna do and it just feels good. I love that. Do you have any tips for people who are just starting out on their journey, kind of looking back? Um, I would say take it one day at a time. Like, you're going to have days where you feel terrible. You don't feel like doing anything at all. But you need to just say, okay, this is one day. I'm going to let myself take this day. And then tomorrow I'm going to do better. And it's important to not get discouraged at all if, like, you're weighing yourself for a whole month and nothing changes. Like, mm-hmm. that's completely normal. Mm-hmm. You just, your body went through a huge change and it needs time to catch up to itself so that it can, like, work to lose more weight. It sounds like when you're talking, you have this really deep sense of motivation. Mm-hmm. This is something I talk about with a lot of people that deep why. What would you say your deep why is? I would say it's just for myself and for like my future and I know how important like your past is too and I hold that to myself every single day like I look back at where I've come from and where I am today and I'm like I can't wait for the future I can't wait to keep living this healthy lifestyle incorporating fitness and good food into my everyday life and then I think about how I'm going to be living in the future and I just want to keep it going. Have you seen any ripple effects of you kind of taking control of your own life and your health? And has that affected people around you? I definitely think that it's affected people around me. I mean, seeing someone from your hometown or from your high school or one of your friends like going through this major life change and wanting to lose weight. I I don't want to say that I've personally motivated people, but I've seen people trying to do more recently which, I mean, COVID happened. A lot of people started to do their own health journeys during that too because there's nothing else to do. Um, But I just feel like I've also motivated people and that's been my whole entire goal with this end process and end final result. And I just want to keep doing it. Amazing. Well, I can say you've undoubtedly motivated people. I can just feel that. (laughs) What's something you want to share with someone who's considering bariatric surgery and is maybe a little bit on the fence? Um... I would say that it's definitely hard for the first 
two or three months. I, for the first two weeks, maybe three weeks, I I did regret my decision. Mm. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to live the rest of my life. Like, I was miserable because you can't eat anything. You're on a liquid diet for two weeks. Then you're on a um, puree diet for another two weeks and soft food diet. And you're just like, I miss food, especially going from like, obesity to just being completely cut off from food and then you have a whole new stomach like you crave that addiction to food that you had before and you're not able to do it anymore so your mind just like shuts down you regret the decision obviously that was just like my depressed post-surgical procedure self being regretful of my decision but looking back going through those hard times that's what you need to push yourself Mm. further Mm. like you you wake up and you feel terrible and then you're like okay i'll take this day and then the next day you remember what you felt like yesterday you feel a little bit better you're like okay i don't want to feel like that again i'm going to keep pushing myself so that i just don't feel like that anymore so you keep running you keep lifting you keep walking going on the elliptical and then it just gets easier for you and then it just becomes a part of your routine and then you Mm. just do it all the time wow so was there a specific point where you really felt that switch from this kind of despair, what have I done, mm-hmm. to this is actually life-changing? Yeah, so I spent probably the first week and a half, two weeks at my parents' house in here in Grand Rapids, and I was actually going to MSU at the time. So I feel like once I got out there and, you know, was actually on my own, and had to do everything by myself instead of having my mom help me. It kind of made me realize, like, okay, this is my journey. This is stuff that I need to do by myself. Like, if I'm not motivating myself, then what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So probably just going back to school and being by myself kind of made me be like, okay, yeah, I made the right decision. And then, of course, you know, once you start seeing the weight come off and you can physically see it in your body, then you're also like, okay, this was awesome. Yeah. Because you you just look, you look completely different. Completely unrelated to bariatric surgery. What's something you'd love to share with people about yourself? Um, Honestly, I'm just really proud of everything that I've been doing lately. Like, I love motivating people. I love getting all these opportunities to be on podcasts, to do interviews for articles. It, it just reassures myself, like, you did something amazing something that not everyone gets the opportunity to do like and I'm completely thankful for all of the surgeons all of the doctors my family support my friends support without them it would be nothing and so I'm getting off topic no I was this is this is great I would just say like question the thing that I'm just most proud of is being able to motivate other people yeah. And live a healthy lifestyle and look back at, you know, the depressive moments that I've been in, like the moments where I've been filled with anxiety, the moments where I felt, you know, not enough, too too heavy, all of those negative things. And just looking at myself and where I am now and being like, I can't believe I did that. Because in the moment, I never thought that I would be able to be less than 150 pounds, like running and not having asthma attacks and stuff like that it's just it's crazy do you feel like these experiences are going to contribute to your career i know you said science teacher yeah can you tell me a bit about how you chose that as your career path? i 
just in school, I've always loved science. Like, biology has been my favorite subject. Me too. All the time. Me um, too. <laughs> definitely not physics. I like a little bit of chemistry, but all in all, I just want to be able to teach science to young children, even though it's not going to be as complicated as I'm being taught right now, because school is terrible right now. <laughs> but I'm also thinking about trying to do some personal training, maybe also being like a gym teacher too. I don't know. There's just so many different opportunities now that I have this love for fitness that I can yes. incorporate into teaching as well. And it's so related to biology. Yeah, I mean, very. knowing about the body and being able to apply that into people's yeah. lives, it's a beautiful combination. Yeah. <laughs> you have any last words you want to share, kind of um, open-ended? I guess I just, I have some advice for people that have gotten the surgery and they're trying to recover or they're about to get surgery in the next couple weeks or so. You know, when you first come out of anesthesia, you're going to feel terrible. You're going to feel very regretful of your decision. But the most important thing for you to do is to get up and start walking as mm. soon as possible. Because then you're going to start just doing all of your fitness stuff more, too. I saw someone laying in the hospital while I had my surgery, and she'd been there for a week. Most people, they're only in the hospital overnight or two nights. And... I saw her and I was like, you know, I really don't want to be here for more than two nights. And when you start walking, then you're just able to recover sooner. And the more you walk in your recovery, the better it's going to be because that's going to start you off on all of the other types of fitness that you can do. So it's just taking it step by step, doing it slowly, um, doing what feels comfortable to you and also having a great support team is a super... Uh, helpful thing and it will contribute to your success as well amazing thank you so much abby i'm so excited to see where your journey takes you thank I mean, you you're 21 today great things are ahead i hope so i hope so <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more content like this please consider subscribing to be health curious the podcast so you don't miss a beat thank you for listening stay positive stay healthy and we'll see you next time